Grammys, we have a very exciting guest today. It is our friend Genevieve Angelson. She will be ending this month of fashion and there is no better person to do it. She is our friend. She is a Broadway television and film actress. You might recognize her from one of her many roles, most recently as supervillain Alanis Wheeler on The Handmaid's Tale. Good God, that was terrifying. Perhaps as one of her clowns on Apple TV's The After Party or Netflix's New Amsterdam. She played the iconic Patty Robinson on cult favorite Good Girls Revolt, which was on Amazon. Be sure to check that out. It's absolutely gorgeous. And she's also a writer who frequently contributes to Town & Country Magazine, as well as Refinery29 and Elle. And in her spare time, she holds space for her clients as a somatic healer. Please enjoy the episode today. She is also quoted as having said, nothing tastes as good as Kenny feels, which okay. she did have to speak to many times in the press. And afterwards. I would just like to say, bitch, what are you talking about? Welcome back, Rammies. Hello, Rammies. It's not just the two of us here today. No, it's not, Claire. We've got a very special guest. It's been such a long time coming. Reveal yourself. Hi, my name is Genevieve Angelson. <laughs> We've got a different <laughs> Screaming, crying, throwing up. I'm, I'm a Rammy. I'm a Lammy. I'm a Patreon. I'm My dog is family. I'm family. I, it's not a competition, but I've known Claire for even longer than Tessa. I do well, that think. That is true. It's true. I knew that it had to be discussed. Longer than Corey, my boyfriend, longer has known than me. <gasps> I mean, oh you're God. one of my oldest friends in LA. Yeah, I would say like first friends. What, exactly. What yeah. year did you guys meet? 20... A decade ago? Like, yeah, I think 2013 or 2014. Oh, my. You were living in that one apartment, like, in West Hollywood before the one that you were in now. I remember picking you up from that. Wait, with a fella? Yeah. Oh, my God. Who was it? Reveal who he was. (laughs) Someone who's now happily married with a child. Hey, we love that. We love that for them. And Genevieve is also the mother, as she said, of Jack Lemmon. You guys have heard him on the pod before. Wait, this isn't about me. I have been waiting for this day for so i've heard every episode i've zoomed into the zoom trivia nights I'm, oh my god you have I mean, me sweet angel we should do that again that was iconic that was and iconic and sad moment. Yeah. my goal is that anyone who is coming to this podcast for the first day because of me okay. is like that they don't understand a word that this has to come with a glossary where like i have to explain if i refer to my bitcoin baby oh, it is yes. because i am talking about someone's boyfriend thank if, you I, you know everyone is stunning and <laughs> <laughs> she's good. She's research folks. She's done she the well research. She's done the work. I want this to be like hieroglyphs. Uh, and we are just so happy if you are here because of Genevieve. You are a fan of hers just like we are. We really are. Oh. From, from the beginning. Well, we, we've been trying to do this for, for some time. We have always wanted you on the pod. We have been very flexible. You've been very forgiving. There have been, there's been rupture and repair. Please. But everything happens for a reason. And I think this topic, it was supposed to come in the way it did. I agree. Because you are fashion girly. You are fashion. She's a New York icon. Um, Oh no, I'm so sorry. I forgot something. That was such a big reaction. I was going to bring, and I will still post it, the Vogue that I have 
from what I don't it's uh, the, not only Vogue the September issue of Vogue Genevieve has the most gorgeous article about her mm. and I still have it it's one of my prized possessions it's in my box of like it's in the box with like my social security card and my passport <laughs> prized like, possession I remember getting it at the newsstand and you, if you ever need to get out of jail that is it and you were recently in Vogue again you were just a Vogue girly you are do you know what I was thinking I was thinking um, if they don't find at least one way to connect me and my subject today, I am going to storm out. Well, hey, that was your work, so we've already connected. It's Vogue. Um, she's she's Vogue. I mean, you've just you are. I think I think of you as just someone that is very fashionable, no. someone that takes risks. Like I, whenever I see you in something, I'm like, I haven't seen that before. I don't mm -hmm. see a lot of people wearing it. Like. I think your fashion sense is very unique, oh, very God. elegant. It's just so flattering. I'm always like, where the hell did she find that? It's Literally. so funny that you say that. That is actually always my goal. Whenever I'm talking to like a glam team or whatever, I just I always I, I just want to reveal that my subject is Kate Moss for oh, anyone yes. who hasn't mm -hmm. read. Of course. Well, it, what's interesting, and I am going to bring it back to her, but where this started was um, Tess and Claire are doing a podcast about really all subjects in all of history for all of time. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what matters? And what I came up with was Kate Moss. Of course. It did start with Joan of Arc, and I thought, no, not influential <laughs> enough. We all had that moment. No, not enough. Please. Not Joan of Arc. Joan who? We need to aim higher. Who's Arc? Who's Arc? We need a catwalk. We need the glam. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, look, when we talk about Kate Moss, I think it's impossible to separate her from grunge, really. And yeah. any time that I... Um, anytime that I'm putting together like a, a look, my, my theme is always like, I just don't want to be pretty. I don't, mm. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be pretty. It's never been my, it's never been my thing. And I really think I have her to thank for that. Yeah. But you do mm. manage to still be gorgeous. I mean, truly. How would you describe your personal style? Mm. I'm just a, a haggard socialite. <laughs> I'm not someone said it. was on Handmaid's Tale <laughs> Which you were wearing your coat from Handmaid's Tale the other day over here. Everyone was like, this coat's gorgeous. This coat is like 85 bucks. Oh, really? Did, did yeah. you have to ask to keep it or did you steal it? I had to tell them I was going to buy it from a website. Right. This is <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, you can't actually walk away with that much free stuff from set. I mean, they well, really not have to keep it all for... Well, <laughs> do they like go through inventory and then charge people? It's or how do they like do that? They collect your costume at the end of the day, and mm. if it's not there, they call you and they're, and they're like, not bring pleased. it back. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's for reshoots. It's for right, of course. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think actors are just grubby. What character have you played that's your favorite fashion? Like, oh, Patty. Favorite, I'm just gonna oh. say, if you guys haven't seen Good Girls Revolt, oh. it is phenomenal, iconic. You were born to play Patty. Mm. Patty was born to play you. I was listening to your most recent episode. I'm sorry, not most recent, the one before the white party corsets. Oh yes. Oh yes. When you were yes. talking about your personal style. Mm. I started thinking about mine, and I started thinking, even separate from Patty, people have always sort of wanted to put me in 1960s mm -hmm. things. I, I do kind of want to go out on a ledge and say, it is tired. 
I think the 60s oh, are, are tired. I will never I, think they're tired. I, I don't want to wear them anymore. Well, mm. you might feel tired because you were in the 60s. Have you ever seen the picture of the girl at the Rolling Stones concert? Uh, okay. That it is Genevieve. So the, but I know that's tired for you. No. The I other don't. day, we were on a group <laughs> chat talking about what decade we would all, mm. it was um, Alice, us, and our friend Hannah, like what decade we would all be in fashion. And I was looking up 1960s because like Claire is very 60s to me. Yes. And I saw that photo of you when you type in 1960s. <laughs> it's not really of Genevieve. We will post it's it. It's not, but it is crazy. It looks, I, she looks identical I to know, you. I know, I tried to find her. Should you, should you be her for Halloween or something? Oh my God. You have to be her at some point. I'll Genevieve. do it. I guess if you're tired of it, you know, we won't put that on you. Not but like, tired of it. No, that is actually the most flattering comparison. Nobody has any idea what you're talking about right now. No, we'll, we'll post we'll, a picture. We'll, we'll, we will we'll do some social crazy. media. Yeah. Um, but I get it. I mean, Daisy Jones and The Six just came out. And did you watch that? No. You don't need to. <laughs> it's okay. But I think that, you know, the 60s, the 70s, people are, it's a mo- it's trendy right now. So yeah. Like, it happens. No, and but it always is, it's, kind of. It just, it, it befalls me a lot and I'm flattered, but I recently thought I'm over it. Yeah. And, and I don't mean to say that I'm over Good Girls Revolt, nor oh, am I over no. This Is Us. No, but no. I, of I'm course. Yeah. Of I'm course. We hear that. Perhaps the 80s next. I mean, I think, nine, I think 90s. I think 90s. The, uh, perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. Perhaps our quote beautiful slacker icon as she was coined in spin magazine beautiful slacker the beautiful slacker icon wow she's I actually like that. I, I feel she's quite gen z she's oh. like she there is uh, an effortlessness to her a uh, refusal to care um mm. that in fact i think it feels quite echoed in this moment i mm. agree man i was looking at tiktoks of her last night speaking of gen z and what a gorgeous woman Okay, so here's what I wanted to tell you off air that I promised I was not going to burn. Okay. Okay. We have mutual friends. <gasps> Who? We share. I can't tell you because oh, okay. I'm going to tell uh, because I've I've spoken to them and I've gotten some oh some local colors. Oh, oh shit! Boots on the ground. Everybody oh, boots on the ground. My God. Okay, so you have mutual friends, and not only that. Speaking of calling back, and then we can get into Kate Moss, you have met Andre Leon Talley. Oh, that's correct. And I would like for you just to like share, because I actually told the story on the Andre episode, and I edited it out, because I was like, I'd rather have Genevieve. It's not a great story. It is. But I have met, and I did once meet um, the beloved Andre Leon Talley. He threw a party for... um, uh, one of my ex-lovers mm-hmm. who wrote uh, the book Fifth Avenue, 5 a.m., which was about um, Audrey Hepburn and the Little Black Dress and Breakfast at Tiffany's. And oh my God. he threw a book party for this book. And so I went. And all I can say is that being in his presence was like being in the presence of Mother Goose in her roost if Mother Goose was, in fact, a French king. That is, like, the only way to describe him. That is the best description I've ever heard. <laughs> God. <laughs> anyone say that? Anyone? Seriously. Oh, oh wow. wow. I mean, we did, uh, there's no great, like, anecdote from, uh, from having no, met him, but he that. was just... Was he wearing was a cape? In fact, red. Oh, naturally. Gorgeous. Stop. Naturally. Stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's done it all, folks. She has. <laughs> well, Genevieve, we will let you take it away. Yes, we will. Kate Moss. Kate Moss. Um... Truly a feminist icon. Uh, No, no, in fact, I have to sort of come out of the gate by saying the following. What these two women do is so difficult. I'm talking about Tess and Claire. Oh. Uh, First of all, this took me a long time. It took me a long time to do research on a woman who's not even yet 50 years old. (laughs) Okay. Um, And frankly, like, has barely done an interview and not necessarily accomplished all that much. And it still took me. 
very you know, long time. It's it gets easier the like the more that you do it. You mean you do less? Work. Yeah, well, probably. <laughs> and also, like I know how you are, and you're just like an overachieving uh, student. It's true, mm. but you know the other thing is I feel. I really do feel like deeply the spirit of agape and I love everyone and I really feel like oh my gosh the enormous burden of of representing her and her whole personhood based on like the you know little glimpses of herself that have been covered in the press and like people are people everyone's doing their best she was raised by wolves and she's a miracle and I just really want that to come across and that's how we feel about most people that we do you know, research that we're just like, oh, we hope we do them justice. And I think as we have gotten more comfortable with it, we realize that what even a little slice of what we talk about in terms of their life is doing them justice because we're having a conversation. So like, exactly. So, so shall we start? Yeah. Let's do it. Kate Moss. Uh, Why do we care? Why was she such a big deal? What is the thing about Kate Moss? Well, let's put her in context. Mm -hmm. Okay. She, other models at the time when she was coming up, had been Christy Turlington, Linda Evangelista, these glamorous Amazonian women. And then you have Kate Moss, who is five foot seven. She's five seven. She's five seven. Crooked teeth, crooked legs, some oh. people would even say. And she's, this is a woman who is famous for being in jeans and a ponytail, even if she's at a club on Portobello Road and mm-hmm. dating chaotic drug addicts. She's sex, she's drugs, she's <laughs> rock and roll, she's starving, who is she? Who is she? Who is she, is she? Um, You know, the other thing about her is that she really came up in the time of Cool Britannia. So this was like when there is the Spice Girls, there's Oasis, there's okay. like uh, Tony Blair, who is uh, like much more liberal, um, gosh, what is it? Prime Minister uh, mm. has uh, like overcome in a landslide John Major. So there's this huge like, uh, youth in revolt kind of moment in mm. the UK and it's having like a very global moment and so she's sort of like the female ambassador of that wow. time um, okay so, so she's after Chrissy Turlington yeah for some reason I put them at the same talk about a beautiful face my god I mean, literally well it's really just the kind of beauty right I right. mean so Kate Moss is this beauty that's just completely without artifice she's without wearing you know high heels and suits and collagen and silicon and like wearing a ton of makeup she's unwashed hair she's adidas sneakers she so cool she sort of like presents this version of reality that sees beauty as something deeper than covering up your flaws right she's actually Mm. like revealing this kind of nakedness and innocence um that also comes with the coining the term heroin chic and yes. right right yes. we, we're gonna yeah, it's, it's, her, all it's her essence and it that is. is beauty is like she's so cool what you exude um so, so yeah i mean but here's the thing it's not like i mean look we talk about k moss we think she's really fucking skinny and yes. we can get into that but it's not like being skinny and being wayfish is so new mm-hmm. we know from the last episode about the corset right. we've been doing this for a long time we sure have kids you know you go back to like Flappers, you have right. being wayfish and flat-chested being a thing. Even Twiggy in the '60s. I really think the thing about Kate Moss that distinguishes her is this grunge thing. Mm-hmm. It is this '90s like kind of ugly, not giving a fuck, not washing your hair. Yep, always has a cigarette in oh, your hand. Oh, always has a cigarette right. for sure. Um, so one of our multiple that is more than one mutual friends would say. <laughs> I'm gonna save anything disparaging for off the air because it's just oh. it's it's really neither here nor there. But oh. this friend would say she was so beautiful in person. You could be in a massively crowded room and your eyes would just 
go to her. There was something about the symmetry of her features. She's completely magnetic. She's clever. She's bitchy. She's absolutely stunning. But <laughs> stunning. She's, also, she's stunning. Um, but that there was a reason that she was so famous, which is this, that your eyeballs ate her up. And this is a friend of mine who herself is famous and met tons of famous people. And she said nobody else would burn their image in your brain the way wow. that she would. What she was wearing, how she was standing, how she was flipping her hair, how she was laughing. She made the most memorable impression. God, what, imagine being described like no, that. I cannot. I'm like, that would never happen. Never well, in a, like, you know, it's a self-deprecating way, but... It might be Kate Moss. I mean, God damn. I don't know. People can't even tell Tess and I apart. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. For the listeners, they are, in fact, wearing... Uh, both of That's them true. are black you know, sweater and we jeans are. right now. It's looking pretty similar. You have similar. the same length hair. That you have the same face. True. But I will we say, like, watching those TikToks, I agree. Just like you're captivated by her. It's the original, not the original. One of the original cool girls. Yeah. Of like that like cigarette cool girl. Yes, and to this day, I think still does smoke cigarettes. And frankly... Iconic. I, I support it. How does I your skin look so good? I mean, or money. Like, yeah, that's true. And jeans. Money. Yeah. <laughs> money and jeans. Money right. can't buy you class, but it can buy you good skin. Wow. There it is, Claire. Mm-hmm. Ready? Ready. Yes, my, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hydrate. Let's jump in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Enjoying you. Kate Moss. Born. January 16th, 1974. Capricorn. Capricorn, Queen. Capricorn energy, which doesn't surprise me, actually. Working, working, working. There's, a, there's like a, a productivity, a dryness. You're old when you're young. You get younger over the course of your life. Mm. Uh, in fact, I'm such a thorough Rammy that I also have had my own private session with Morris Brown. Yes, that's <laughs> yes. right. Didn't be, I forgot that you did that. Check out our astrology episode. This is already making no sense to nobody who's <laughs> ever heard so of You guys better go through before. the catalog right yeah. now. You start from the beginning. That's right. Um, her mood is in Scorpio. Oh. Tracks. Okay. I don't know what her rising is. I think someone said that she was a rising Leo. Okay, I could see that. I mean, Scorpio and her chart also really checks out to me. Yeah. So she's from a place called Croydon, and I did do my research among my British friends. Croydon, I said, get, color me Croydon. Croydon is the kind <laughs> of suburban town where the main thing going on is the mall and the mall is not that nice ah, so i'm seeing okay i'm seeing dazed and confused i'm mm-hmm. seeing you know what i mean so she hasn't come from like no 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 oh, oh that actually kind of that, that shocks me i could see I it going no, this, like, no, no, no 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 we're gonna need to adjust that image okay. completely okay humble beginnings well this really? is why we do ram you know exactly. mother barmaid father flight attendant really um she said as a child for a second i was into a doll but not for long i was more into fighting with my brother nick not really playing i used to pin him down and spit in his face i was disgusting (laughs) (laughs) this all already i'm like yeah that is who you are of course 100 (laughs) percent um she went to a pretty tough school she says she promptly learned the rules of fitting in I was a sprinter and I played goal attack and netball up until I started smoking and I started being naughty. I started to get my period every week, it seemed. Anything to get out of any physical activity. It was just not cool in school to do gym. Well, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah, I have too. But also, I'm just like, God, everything she says, I'm like, "Uh, I want to be like you. I know. I'm like, how are you born that cool? No, we really need to readjust of her being any kind of a Nepo baby. She was definitely like, she's She's blue collar. She's scrappy. Now it even makes more sense, you know, that she's Um, like beating up kids in the locker and being like, go fuck yourself. Now I'm not going to run. Mm. Now you've got it. Um, She worked in retail. She was a child of divorce at 13. And she says, literally, my parents would let us do whatever we wanted. I was smoking when I was 13 in front of my parents and drinking. And I'd have parties where I'd come home at three o'clock in the morning just 
because someone threw me out then. Um, She says it actually worked out to my benefit because you end up thinking for yourself rather than knowing you're rebelling against something. Mm. Sure, but that's also tough. Yeah, no, this is not... This is... This is trauma. That's that. Yeah, like what we call it. It's called trauma. Do you think she was she was lonely child? Um, I think she had a lot of friends. I don't think she had a lot of supervision. Right. Mm. Kids like do need boundaries. Kids need structure. They do. Um. Anyways, her parents get divorced, and she's discovered by a modeling agent at JFK Airport, returning from a family trip to the Bahamas. On which she later goes on to say in her biography, she did lose her virginity, (gasps) which feels like a a gossipy thing to share but it also does feel relevant to say even before she's hit a world stage she's had you know so she really lost her virginity to that to the, man is that sorry to that man she lost her virginity the the scout oh no no no, no. Oh. this is just the age at which she's getting discovered okay. she's like you know over sexualized already, already. And, and just i mean also to be discovered at an airport wow like i thought that didn't happen <laughs> imagine how no. you all look like how we all look at an airport disgusting and how many people are at an airport <laughs> That this literally. part is amazing. The agent sees her uh, at an airport and then finally approaches her on the plane. And Kate says her internal reaction was, all right, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cool. She is cool. She is cool. Um, you freak. Okay. You know, she just says, if it hadn't happened, I don't know what would have happened to me. I'd just be working in a bar in Croydon, probably. But, like, Damn. probably. Yeah. So, I know. It's like one moment. Yeah. It changes everything. This is 1988. Okay. Um, How old is she here? Okay. 1988. She's 14. Okay. Wow. She's young. She's very young. So mm. how does she hit? So basically, uh, Calvin Klein had been looking for someone who was going to resemble this diminutive French model and singer, Vanessa Paradis. Paradis. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know her. I do. Oh, do wow. you? I'm just like a French girly. Wow, apparently. No, like not at all. I don't know why. Actually, I do know her. I can picture her I'll face. I'll tell you why you know her. She's um, Johnny Depp's baby mama. That, oh, she is stunning. She looks, yeah. she exactly looks just like, like Kate Moss. So when yes, she drops she out of this campaign, Kate Moss's agent sends in Kate Moss and the rest is history. Oh, wow. Interesting. And then Lily Rose Depp looks just like her mom. I, I like, truly identical. Copy and paste. Her mom is not Kate Moss. We're just being clear. Right. No, right. Lily Rose Depp looks just like yes, Vanessa, Vanessa Paradis. Vanessa. That's yes. right. Um, so, so that's 1992. So she is just 18. Um, and she lands her first major contract with Calvin Klein. And this is um, the contract in which she's photographed with Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Oh so my gosh! And this campaign—that's right. This, oh. is, this is when Calvin Klein was so sexual. Oh, like those. well. So it sounds very glamorous, right? Uh. But also, she describes the sort of early days of modeling as being like rough. I mean, she she's she famously collaborated with this British photographer Corinne Day, who's also one of her best friends, and helped define her career. But she said that behind the scenes, it was really difficult and painful. That like while shooting this seminal. Uh, underwear campaign with Mark Wahlberg. Um, she said she felt vulnerable. She felt scared. She said photographers pressured pressured her to show more skin than she was comfortable mm. with. She had to be shot topless. She didn't oh want to be. Corinne Day pushes her to like snort like a pig. She says she oh. cried a lot. She um, what a lot? She cried a lot. She oh. said I didn't want to take my top off. I felt really really self conscious about my body. But people would say if you don't take your top off, I'm not going to book you for L. And at the same time, oh, these no. are her. These are her best friends, and these are the people who are giving her this legendary, uh, I mean, don't forget where she comes from, experience, so. It's confusing, Well, also, Calvin Klein was so hot, but um, have you seen the Brooke Shields documentary? 
There, they talk about because she does a a Calvin Klein commercial when she's like a teenager, and it's all very sexualized. Oh, I'm so sorry for uh, glamorizing. No, but it is hot. Both of these things can't be true. And so, was this just she was just doing Calvin Klein at this point? No, she's also let's see, she's also uh, Calvin Klein is really like what put her on the map. But this is also when she's doing. Um, Mark Jacobs Grunge Collection for Perry oh, Ellis. Oh. Um, she signs multiple big contracts there. Yeah, this is when she inked her three or six figure contract with Klein. But Jesus. there's a ton oh of other God, stuff. God, these on. photos are so hot though. Like her God. face is just amazing. She does look like young though, you know? Like when you look back, you're like, that's a teenager, right? Yeah, she's this combination of like mm. sex and innocence, right? Which, which everyone, you know, we still do. Yeah. We promote that. So, we do have to talk a little bit about the body thing because, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it's just it's a it, it's just a thing. Yeah. She's tiny. Yes, she's tiny, and and it's sort of documented over and over again exactly what her stats are. So sick Except that people the, even put the stats yeah, on there. Right. No, but it's like, like, well, I mean, I think it's like when you're a model, your body is I know, really. I know. But like again, to have it just like shoved in everyone's face and like, yeah, your body is like your job as a model, but it's also not everyone's business to know the details of it, I think. And it's like, you have to imagine it's self-reported though, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. I think also that's just the nineties and that's a time where like people just absolutely didn't have the, the the boundaries no and people were fascinated by it like every magazine was like what size is this woman what jean size do you think she wears it was like we were very consumed very consumed by it um but i mean so she's a part of this like infamous 90s fashion trend called heroin chic which is like pale skin dark circles emaciation i mean she claims that she's never done heroin and i believe her but she's very, she's claiming she's very into coke, though, right? Well, that oh. comes later. Oh, that comes later. Oh, okay. Okay. So now heroin, but like, she be a little, uh... Did <laughs> she said she's like very dab. open, like, I might be heroin chic, but I've never done heroin. Yeah. I believe her. Do you know who came up with the term heroin chic? Like, where that really, was no. it a magazine? I don't, I don't either. I don't either. But like, men were participating in this, too. Like, that's very oh, Johnny sure. Depp and... The, absolutely. The darkness. Yeah, the darkness. Um, she, yes, she claims, so basically she says um, that she, she feels she became the scapegoat for a lot of people's problems. Mm. She said, I was never anorexic. She repeats this over and over again. I never have been. I've never taken heroin. She claims, I was thin because I didn't get fed at photo shoots or in shows. Okay, well, I don't know if that sounds like the healthiest relationship to food and body. Also, I eat when I yeah. decide to put food in my mouth. Yeah, you could maybe get, hey, does anyone so. mind going to grab me a sandwich? A yes. chicken salad, even. Exactly. <laughs> like, really, whatever you need. Whatever During you the want. start of the show. Um, she said, I was thin. That's because I was doing shows. I was working really hard. You know, at that time, I was staying at this bed and breakfast in Milan, and you'd get home from work, and there was no food. You'd get to work in the morning. There was no food. Oh. Nobody took me out to lunch when I started. We've heard this before. <laughs> right. And it's, like, sad. I also think it's worth mentioning that it's a very different time where, like, I don't think eating eating disorders were discussed in the way that they are now, too. Yeah. Probably not. No. No. So. Isn't it interesting that you've had so many eating disorders come up this month in Fashion Month? Well, that's well, I mean, true to form. It's a tough industry. Yeah, it really you is. Know? She is also quoted as having said, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, which okay. she did have to speak to many times in the press. And afterwards. I would just like to say, 
Bitch, what are you talking about? Like, are I can eat tons of things that taste as good as skinny food. I mean, truly, like, are you all right? Yeah, well, no. What's interesting is, what's that procedure now? Buccal fat. Uh, buccal, mm. Is it buccal fat? fat? I think it's buccal fat yeah. for buccal your cheeks. Yeah. So that was a thing that started happening because of her. In fact, in the 90s, um, one uh, plastic surgeon said that he... Let's see. Oh, he had a New York private practice. He was greeting hundreds of patients with pictures of her who were all in search of this hollowed out look. <laughs> oh my God. Um, we're sick. She's the poster sick. child of ectomorphs, he would say. He would say, we're not making waifs, we're making them more waifish. But oh. he would remove cheek fat um, or quote the waif face procedure in order to make people look more like Kate Moss. Oh my god. And this is in the nineties. And that is I mean, isn't that what the thing is that Yeah. Isn't yeah. that what they're doing now? It's back. <laughs> well, it's, it's back. just like so crazy what we put our bodies through for trends. No right. kidding. She though would never have done such a thing. I mean, she would sort of say, um, <clears throat> she was friends with uh, the the editorial director of interview and she would come out of these Calvin Klein's meetings saying, Do you think I should fix my teeth? But she never fixed anything. She's Thank God. How fucked up were her teeth? I can't even like I mean, just, just like a little crooked. But she's British. <laughs> Do British <laughs> people British. not get braces? Have we talked about this before? Like why um, is that a thing that British people have crooked teeth? I I don't You I lived don't in know. I did. For a while. But I left when I was ten, so it was sort of like pre Right when you were like, you could get yeah, braces. And when I moved to New York City where you got braces just for for fun. Having teeth. Yeah. Right. right. They're not, they're no, not they're crazy not bad at, all. at all. But also, like, thank God, because the veneers that are happening these days are just wild. Like, she would look crazy with veneers. It's like, thank God you've never done exactly. anything. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, not as bad as I thought. No. Um, so, I mean, that's sort of really, that's really all there is to say about the skinny thing. She often gets questioned about it. She always says, I was never anorexic, whatever. But she is, in fact... A party girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, this we, we know we love to hear about. I mean... We do. Basically, uh, she has a friend who is quoted as saying, like, if Kate calls or says, like, meet me here or whatever, I'm doing this or I'm doing that, you just know you're not going to bed at midnight. Uh, so basically saying it's, we're it's on uppers. It's going to be a good... It's going to be a good... <laughs> you're not going to bed at midnight. I got it. I'm like, uh, midnight, please. I mean, how can you... How can you? Well, we know how you can. I mean, I think it's part of our, like, attraction to her is obviously, like, there are plenty of good models and there are plenty of beautiful people, but it is obviously who she is off screen that has been so compelling. And part of it is that, like, she really hasn't done any interviews. Like, a lot of these interviews are all repeating the same thing she said when she was 19 or things that she later said in her biography, like, five years ago. Um, But in the meantime, what we have is this image of this, like, incredibly mysterious woman who has dated a lot of rock stars and like yeah. is living this kind of Sid and Nancy life a lot of the time, which I'll get to, but she's in a relationship from 1994 to 1998 with Johnny Depp. So I that was like right with the Winona Ryder, like right after, you know, right after he dated right after. Oh, okay. Right after. Yeah. So she's 20. He's 31 when they okay. start dating. Hey, that checks um, out. I feel like we're not surprised. It sure does. Sure does. But anyway, this is why it was relevant that he later married and had a child with the same woman that you replaced in the Calvin Klein ad. Yes. Mm. That's so crazy. Calvin and Johnny have a type. No kidding. Wow. Were, were they like public in their relationship? Like, did they do red carpets yes, together? They four did. Years is a long time. Yeah, four years is a long time in Hollywood too. So I don't know. It was I interesting. She's quoted at the beginning as I find this so relatable. She says, "The most embarrassing moment of my life. 
of my life is when I did the Isaac Mizrahi show in LA and Johnny was there and it's like they'd just gotten together and it was the first time he'd ever seen a show and she said, I was like, please don't come. It was fun, but just knowing he was out there and caring about what he thought about my job. She oh. felt, and she's Kate Moss. She's, Kate, she's so you nervous. Want to but that's such a relatable feeling. It's so you know? relatable. When you're like, it I don't matter. You to see me do my work. Oh my God. I mean, I you start dating someone and you like think you're hot shit and then all of a sudden you have a crush on someone and you're like oh my god don't look oh at my me. god and you're like whatever i'm doing you're gonna think it's stupid right no and, and am i pretty i mean literally even though you're like a fashion supermodel walking on the runway right. show but please look at this photo of them together my god talk about the cheekbones yeah I know. johnny depp has buckle fat removal i mean Stunning. like maybe he does do do, do you think they had a good relationship well, here's what I know. Um, first of all, just a little a little weird anecdote for his 31st birthday gift. She gave him a platinum rattle ring filled with black pearls. That is oh, so, God. like, so then big. We're it's, back in It's very, like, Megan Fox, MG, what's his MGK. name? MGK. MGK vibes. Yeah. yeah. Angelina and Billy. I know. Oh, there's yes. no blood, and yet I do feel vampiric about it. Oh, it's of like, course. I don't know. It's the vibe. Goth it's the vibe. baby. Goth, goth, goth baby. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, we're talking about Johnny Depp. There is uh, multiple incidents in which, like, at 5.30 a.m., the he gets arrested for criminal mischief at the Mark Hotel in New York City because he's mm-hmm. trashed his hotel room, and um, they find them both in, like, a state of intoxication and there's $12,000 of like damage to the hotel and there are multiple instances of that but wow um, god just like they are rock and roll where it comes to is basically they both have these kind of parting messages in the in the press where in 1998 Depp says to hello magazine i've never gotten that emotional over a woman before i've been so stupid because we had so much going for our relationship and i'm the one who has to take responsibility for what happened mm-hmm. i was difficult to get on with i let my work get in the way and i didn't give her the attention i should have done he said that in 98? He said that in so 1998. To, you know, kind of look more within, I think. Wow. Um, well, you know that she recently in the Amber Heard case yes. testified for him. That's right. She mm-hmm. came out in the Amber Heard case because there was some other um, there was some other incident where there had been allegations about Depp, like, pushing Moss while on vacation oh, in Jamaica. Gosh. And she just was like, it was rainy. I fell down. He came to help me. And then she went to, like one of his rock concerts after the trial to like show up in solidarity. Uh, so, uh, And I have my thoughts on that. I mean, I do too. That could be a whole other story. It, it certainly could be, but from their feeling bodies, right. like the, uh, to me, it is yet unclear why they never ended up together because he went on to say like, this whole thing is crazy. Um, I never should have gotten so worked up about what people had to say about my work. Um, I, when I got home, like I should have, I should have left my work at home, and she, mm. she basically had to deal with all of that. I was mm. horrific to live with. I'm a total moron at times. And Moss said as recently as 2012 that she cried for years after they broke up. There's nobody that's really been able to take care of me. Johnny did that for a while. I believed what he said. Like if I said, "What do I do?" He'd tell me, and that's what I missed when I left. I lost mm. that gauge of somebody I could trust. Oh boy, he was a father figure. Yeah. Oh, father figure. Oh, that he's, oh. she said he was a father figure. No, but think about oh. it. She, mm. she, I mean, but truly yes. raised by wolves. Okay, of course. And, and she was 20 and he was 31. I think also he's the person who she could actually trust was like much more famous than she was and was actually going to tell her how to be safe in fame. Of like course. he was the one who said, 
uh, never complain, never explain, never talk to the paparazzi because it, you're never going to be able to control the narrative and they're going to print whatever they oh, want. Wow. Is that what she says? Never complain, never explain or something? Does she? Is that a quote from her too? It's a. I think it's a common... Oh, I don't okay. know. I don't actually know I just know saw that an I interview with Cara Delevingne and her and Kate Moss looks so annoyed by Cara Delevingne, but she was like, you have this quote to Kate Moss oh, or something oh, maybe like she that. Did point it. I've never heard this quote in my life. <laughs> never complain, never explain. I was like, oh, where is I will explain, but I will complain. Same. Yeah. Guys, I'm drinking it. Three o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. To right into hey, I don't drink ever. It's four, Genevieve. It's yeah, four. It's four. Tess, you know what I've been obsessed with lately? Tell me. My Caraway cookware. Ugh, I have as well. Not only do they have cookware, they have food storage, they have linen, they have it all. They really do have it all. Also, did you know that they're non-toxic? Oh, thank God. That's something I don't even want to have to think about when I'm cooking. We just don't have time anymore. We're getting too old to be cooking with things that are going to be unhealthy for us. And so it just makes me feel like the work is done and I can just enjoy cooking now. And it's so easy to clean. The food just slides right off. It sure does. The colors are just stunning. I have the Tupperware just out on my counter right now in the dividers because it's like it, it's a look in and of itself same it, they come in the best colors and they're just so chic with that extra storage we love it we love it and we want to share the love with you guys visit carawayhome.com ram 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10 percent off your next purchase Ugh. this deal is exclusive for our rammy so visit carawayhome.com ram 10 or use ram 10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Uh, Gorgeous. Go get some Caraway Kids. That's right. Okay, so that's not even the real, like, big famous love affair that she has. She has a bunch. First of all, in 2000, so that takes us to 1998. In 2002, she has a daughter with um, Jefferson Hack, who uh, is a publisher Oh. Daughter uh, her daughter, 20, 2002? 2002, yeah. Her oh daughter God. is Lila Grace Moss. She's also a model. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, because her mother started a modeling agency and signed her. Kate Moss started a modeling <laughs> agency? She did? That like, yeah. shocks me. I feel like she wouldn't want her daughter to like be in the world, kind of. You know? Like, I think she'd be like, oh, fuck you that. Think I had to do Kate that. Moss like, is not, like, an amazing yeah. parent. I'm not, not real clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think she, I think she is. Listen. Hey, she's doing the best she can, like, all moms are. How? She can only teach what you know. Yeah. But, like, mm. she, I can't believe she's born in 2002 because I can't believe anyone was born in 2002. But also, like, she's Terrifying. starting to really work a lot. Is she? Because I was just thinking, oh, she's actually not as famous as Johnny Depp's daughter. Well, no, she's definitely not as famous as her, but I think Kate Moss and her are starting to make more appearances together to mm-hmm. rise her star. Mm-hmm. Like at the Met. Like at the Met. Like at the Met. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, anyway, there there was sort of... I think that Jefferson Hack has sort of stayed in, in Kate Moss's life as like a very grounding presence. Who He's definitely he uh, He's a publisher, and I think he edited Dazed and Confused, not oh. like as a movie, but as a they're like a dazed and confused magazine or periodical or something maybe maybe uh, I, don't I mean it's a great know. name take advantage it of that is. make it, it a, is. you know um anyway kate was like always the party girl and he was the one who was like staying home and grounding their child wow. So. wow um anyway was it was she living in new york like raising her daughter in new york I don't know. Or do you she think was she was? Oh, is she still in London? London? For some reason, I think I, her daughter does have a British accent. Got it. For some reason, I I thought she. I could. I mean, she probably traveled the world. That is true. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> Kate Kate gets into a relationship um, with 
a man named Pete Doherty. Pete Doherty uh, is in a band called the Libertines um, and then becomes the front man, maybe only man, of a band called Baby Shambles. Oh. This is her real shambles. Sid and Nancy moment. And I remember this. This is the moment in which Kate Moss starts being followed uh, with like as much intensity and as much danger by the paparazzi as Princess Diana. Oh, um, shit. That's what really like takes, takes her to that level to the point where she claims that her daughter's first word was <laughs> Nazi, but she meant paparazzi. Oh, oh that is the darkest. <laughs> That is tough. Oh my god, just change the story, Kate. Anyway. Like, Poppy or something. <laughs> she gets to. Doherty has a notoriously out of control lifestyle. I mean, he is heroin unchic. He's just doing oh, heroin unchic. He is just straight up publicly doing heroin. When they met, he just spent two months in prison for stealing from a bandmate. Oh my um, god. And she's like, I've never seen someone hotter. She's like, this is sexy. I mean,. She kind likes the kind of a bad boy. Mm. But what happens is in 2005, this grainy video comes out in which she's with Pete Doherty at a party. I think it's her birthday party in a group and she's cutting lines and passing them around and allegedly snorts five <laughs> lines within 40 minutes. Oh my God. This one was 100 pounds. Yeah, literally. I know. How'd she not pass away? Well, She's been doing it since she was 13. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's in her blood. I, it truly is in her blood. Oh, my God. Five lines in 40 minutes. I know. I, you and know. she's a three-year-old. Not to, like, mom shame or anything, but well, I mean. No, but this is a thing. This is like her. She starts people, I think her custody comes into question. People start trying to, you know, a lot gets oh, yeah. taken away from her. At this moment, she has been on the verge of signing this huge contract with H&M. She gets dropped by that contract, oh, by Burberry, by H. Stern, by Chanel, and by a bunch of others. Um, from this one video. Everyone's from this like, one we can't video, risk it. yeah. But it's funny because people had sort of been like signing her and wanting to capitalize on her being like this huge party girl. And then when there's actually like a concrete piece mm-hmm. of evidence, mm-hmm. then they're like, this will risk was everything. She, was she a lot older than this Pete guy? Uh, yes. Yeah, she looks a lot. He looks she's like, like a teenager. She's yeah. That is kind of his look. Yeah. He, she's only like five years older. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He does look young. He does. Um, look, so she loses a lot of money, but um, time heals all wounds, and they kind of all get over it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it's fine now. <laughs> People good, do, in fact, you know. Uh, they broke up in 2007, which is the same year that she started designing for Topshop. <gasps> she did? Oh, yeah. I oh my God. I forgot about yes. this in high school. I actually thought she owned Topshop, which she doesn't, but I've always associated them. She's like the, she is the brand. Is Topshop still Shop. around? Yeah. I don't, I just mm. think of it at the Grove, but I haven't been yeah. in the Grove in a I second. Think it got hit pretty badly mm. in like 2018 for some reason. You would look amazing in this outfit, by the way. Oh my God, thank you. I so want much. this outfit. Yeah, like Sienna, she gives me Sienna Miller vibes as well mm, in this Fashion time. girly, mm-hmm. fashion British girly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in t- 2011, she marries Jamie Hintz of The Kills. They get divorced four years later, but, you know, she's got a type. Shit, yeah, rock and roll, baby. Wow, I mean, we always like to, you know, dissect where where it all comes from yeah why so i wonder what her dad looked like because these mm. men all look well her mom worked in a bar her mom was a bartender totally um and you know her her childhood is marked by just like hanging out and drinking yeah um drinking fact, with her parents a, there's an art there's an interview she does later where she says oh my god what, they, they have the dumbest questions but it's basically like this is when she's a child i think she's like 18 what's the best way to spend a sunday afternoon just chilling not doing anything. 
Yesterday I watched EastEnders and cooked. I don't like cooking, but I like eating. So my friends cook and I eat. Then we just drank wine and played backgammon and watched videos. Not very exciting, but a good day. Wow, that does sound like a gorgeous <laughs> that day. That sounds like my perfect Sunday. Perfect. At that time, she claimed her ideal date would be Keanu Reeves, which... Oh, he did have... He really did a number on women, which I Well, I just think he, she would eat him up and spit him out. Wait, Although, you I, guys, he's notoriously the kindest man, not yes. only in Hollywood, but the world. Yes, the world. I, I truly think he's great. I'm not physically for some reason attracted to him in the least i'm not either yeah no it doesn't do it for me <laughs> but but we love his I, and i'm shocked that she would be attracted to him maybe he's so nice that he would like ground her i get but he kind of has that horse face that what she likes turn off. no she oh. doesn't want nice no i'm sure that's oh, why it never happened she wants the toxicity that's she wants well, the rush this is when she was 18 so probably they hadn't met yet and so it was yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. we didn't know what how was, nice he was what was keanu in in 1998 1984. Is that the 1984? Uh, no, no, no. This would have been like 94, I want to say, would have been like Bill and Ted. No. Sweet November. Do you guys ever watch the movie? <laughs> Do you remember that movie? No. Bomb on. Oh, wait. Bomb on bus? <laughs> Do you know what I'm oh, talking speed. about? Speed. Speed. Oh, oh speed. Bomb on bus. Okay, I get the attraction there. Oh you know. my god. He's like, he's sexy. That movie's great. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who wasn't her type Marky Mark from that Calvin Klein campaign. Oh. Uh, they said, um, Did you fancy him? She says, uh, No, not really. He didn't fancy me either. We weren't really each other's types. Um, he, he likes girls with big butts and big tits and shit, and I just don't fit into that category. <laughs> and there I, it is. And, and there it is. <laughs> like, he is so Boston, like, dark man. Dark. Um, they had said to her, what's most important to you now, money, fame, or sex? She says, oh, definitely sex rather than money or fame. It has to be sex. And they reply, but you make a fortune, so money is important. She said, it's not important to be rich. It's important for everyone to have some money. Just a little bit is nice. You know who says that? Rich people. Rich people. Just a little (laughs) bit. This woman's been like a millionaire since she was 18. She's no cop. Well, but it is nice that she, you know, at one point knew maybe what struggle meant for her family. For sure. Listen, I mean, you know, in her lifetime, she's on every list. She's on every most beautiful list. She's on, Mm -hmm. she wins every CFDA award. And it's not just because she's this, you know, beautiful woman. It's because there is something about her mm-hmm. i spoke to one of our other mutual friends uh-huh. just She's one spilling. who knows her more intimately shall oh. we say oh. Oh. And, and and requested to stay anonymous and i totally understand that but basically like <laughs> <laughs> basically um the thing that the thing that this person claims gets lost about her is that <clears throat> something you can imagine is true of a lot of people who deal with that level of fame and i do think that fame is a mental illness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that you have this incredible ability to operate in chaos he said you know she would be flying from some huge photo shoot in brazil to cuba to meet with castro to some party again in the states to meet with kissinger and that she was in fact able to like you know, communicate with people in ways that other politicians couldn't, you know, like that she, 
Um, mm. She had this in- incredible ability to embrace chaos and turn it into like just staggering beauty and charm and cheekiness and you mm. know of course also the ability to be able to be out until four in the morning and then show up and do her job. That's I, not nothing. Again, I'm barely doing it at this minute. That is a <laughs> gift. It truly. My God. Well, I feel like she was born to do that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that was her childhood also, was chaos and turning it into something. Wow. It all goes back, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, the other thing is that, like, you know, of all of the models, of all of the supermodels of the 90s, she's really the one that comes out at the top of the heap. I mean, as recently as, like, let's see, she's almost 50 now, but 10 years ago... She's still, you know, making $10 million a year. And, you know, a day's work is, like, her price tag for a day's work is $500,000. Like, she's, and that's at 38. Your modeling career is supposed to end when you're, you know, 24. Literally. Didn't she just do skims? Yeah, Mm. she did do skims. Um, I also really enjoy her friendship with Naomi Campbell. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. I feel like they were Naomi was there when she met Johnny Depp. She was? Damn, they've been through it. They've seen a lot together. I mean, talk about someone who's still at the top of their game. My God, those Mm -hmm. two women are just... Stunning. 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 That's another thing she said. She's like, people forget that I work. I mean, modeling is... From my, like, very limited experience with it, it's so boring and it's so hard. It's so tiring. We have two models here. Talk about it. (laughs) Talk about the secrets of what you guys went through. (laughs) No, no, no. Genevieve can definitely... I've never been in Vogue. Absolutely not. Okay. I mean, I... You can I recently asked Claire, I was like, Claire, do you think that people think... Socialite. They do. Well, I, I do. No, and the reason that I, I said that with embarrassment is because I think it's actually like one of the chuggiest thing you could be because like it's so analog. You have to like go to a place in person. Yeah, and well, like that also no. sounds great. Like <laughs> not for you. You're I know not that's an not influencer because you. you're not like. No, it's chic to me. It's like Olivia Palermo in 2013. Yes. Like I am obsessed with the New York socialites. Well, there's that Hulu documentary coming out right now, and Tinsley's on it, and Olivia, and they're talking about like those and, girls and at time. You guys, I love you, but. Let's not fucking kid ourselves. No, I'm not kidding myself. You don't kill your kid yourself. Exactly. I love it. I want more of it. Me too. (sighs) All right. Wait, where did I leave off? I mean, look. Okay. So she recovers from all of that. All of that. All of that drug mess. I mean, I think actually she doesn't totally recover. I think drugs and alcohol stay a pretty big part of her life. But she uh, recently, I was like, where is Kate Moss now? And apparently she is. She has come out as saying that she, you know, reads the big book and works the 12 steps and is into like transcendental meditation. Still smokes. God bless her. And, uh, you know. I should spend more time on my smoking, I really think. I should get back you into get, it. You want to get back into it. Have to smoke? Oh, sure. What, what did you smoke? Oh, sure. Oh, um, well, in <laughs> when I was 14, um, I think I started with Marlboro Lights. Then it, I became a Parliament girl. Oh, Parliament. And then I decided okay. to try to get healthy, so American spirits. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, but no, I quit when I was 24, so just recently. Oh, so did you smoke the whole time? 14 to 24? Um, I smoked the whole time. I feel like you were sneaking, probably. Like, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I would sneak out for a cigarette in high school, but I wasn't, like, so a pack cool. a day God, girl. you are cool. I know. <laughs> Sorry. She's the person to do this episode. <laughs> yeah. We weren't smoking in high school. That no, I was not. I had, like, I a came. clove when I was 18, and I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. And just so you Grammys know, of course, like, we all know what smoking is, blah, 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 but... It but it's cool. cool. No, I actually think smoking's great. I really. <laughs> I hope we take no, but more people should smoke. Haven't we all kind of agreed that like it's our food that's bad, right? Well, I mean, I mean, people now say alcohol. We'll look back on alcohol in fifty years and be like, that's how we think about smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I'm gonna look probably. back at it in five minutes when I feel like hot <laughs> trash. <laughs> it's headache juice. 
mean, you know? Hey, you live and learn, or you don't. It's a twenty-five dollar <sighs> bottle, okay? Yeah, it's yeah, it's classy. I mean, look, what is she doing now? She's running her modeling agency. She gardens. She um mm. she lives in the Cotswolds, which uh, actually, if I think. I think on my Instagram page at Genevieve Angelson. Yep, yep. You promote um, that shit. I think I have a little one of those. What are those bubbles? Oh, the story highlights. <laughs> story highlights. I think I have a story highlight of the Cotswolds because it's basically like the Hamptons on roids. What? I mean, it's like everything oh. you think about when you think about the English countryside. Like charming the most. Oh, I want to go. There's sheep. There's like I want to go too. You know those like but you everything do have is a cobblestones. Oh, you do. What, why were you there to film something? Um, that's when I was filming the television show Flax. Seasons oh, one that's a great on one. Amazon it's, with Anna Paquin. She plays um, Anna Paquin's sister. Yeah. So um, I, t- I took a little trip out there with some friends. I mean, oh, I oh, love you, this you look photo so of tender you. Yeah, it's photo. fireplaces. It's, you know, it's hunting dogs. It's, it's very you. It's, it's gorgeous. You it's fit wet. in there. Thank wow. you so much. You do. So she, yeah, so she lives in the Cotswolds. I mean, what everyone says about her is that, like, she's really funny. Mm-hmm. And she's really, I mean, there are certain people who would say, like, well, she's very spoiled. But I also, I'm very wary of anyone who talks about successful women in a negative way. It's I like, agree. Like, what are you projecting? Why are you saying such negative things? Right. Right. Why is it so hard for you to handle a woman in power? And also, like, yeah, she probably is in a bad mood a lot. And anyone who's ever met a famous person is like, let me tell you my story about this famous person, and that becomes their whole yeah, character for 100%. everyone that ever talks so to that friend. True. Also, like I just want to say, even if she was this like rich kid, that also doesn't minimize her success. Yeah, her body doesn't minimize her success. Like, there's definitely a conversation there, and there's problems, you know, in the '90s and today. But like, she is a powerhouse, she and is. so like you have to just look at her as. I mean, it's impressive what she's done. I always want to say, like, you know. In my experience with these things, I've always sort of felt like if you're gonna have, um, if you're gonna have a platform, if mm-hmm. you're gonna have a lot of attention on you, it sort of is your responsibility to think about like, what am I, what am I projecting? Like, what am mm-hmm. I, what am I standing for? And so, I think if you're Kate Moss and you have this much attention on you, it it does sort of behoove you to talk about bodies and body yeah, image. Right. That being said, like. It's never on the individual. Like it, it's not totally so much pressure on on the model or the artist or whatever. And really, it's like it's the person with the money who's hiring her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's like deeper the than people that. who are launching the yeah. campaigns. And we, you know, anyway, it's just too much scrutiny on the individual. Yeah, I always really respect <laughs> when women do that when they're like, "Look, I went through this. It was really hard. You know, this is this is my story." But they I'm didn't also never feed like, me lunch. "You need to do it because it's like it's hard to talk about two to millions of people." Exactly. You, you know, it's a personal choice. If you it's nice but yeah. you know and that's her it's journey. complicated yeah what a time to like the 90s modeling wow i mean look she got thrown off a plane as recently as 2015 no. so she does sound like she's a pistol wait what, why what she doing? i don't know it said it was just like she was being unruly oh i'd like to see that honestly me no, like i'm gonna miss that just like yes. that old school being a bad you, apple because you're a <laughs> You could say anything an icon. and not have to be worried about being filmed. Literally. It was like, right I'm off. talking 2015. I'm saying, like, you know, celebrity should be difficult. Mm. <laughs> it's 
celebrities. Another hot take. Celebrities need to be bitchier. Yeah. Smoking isn't that bad for you and celebrities. It's going to be the title of the episode. It's a new t shirt. And celebrities should be more difficult. Oh, we love it, Genevieve. That was so interesting. Is she dating anyone now? Is she married now? She's living a single girl life. You know, I had thought that she was still with the lead singer of The Kills, but in fact, they got divorced. So, no, I don't know that she's with anyone. Wow. Mm. She's promoting a new product I saw on Instagram. Something for, um... Oh my god, I didn't even look sleep? at her Instagram Me page. Either. I'm gonna see. Sleep, maybe? She's like, I've lost oh god, so much I'll sleep in my that. life that She's I She's like, let me tell you, when you're running off products. of 20 minutes per night. God. Well, Genevieve, that was amazing. That Thanks. really was. I was transported back. And it's just like, I love these kind of subjects because it's something that, like, I will never be. I'm never going to be, like, the grunge, cool girl that's like, I don't give a fuck and telling people to go fuck themselves. And so I just find it very, like, captivating. But I think at the time there was also something about her that gave people permission to, like, not wear that much makeup. You know what I mean? That there actually is a, it's not exactly like celebrities, they're just like us, but there was something about her that was so um, casual that it was, like, like, we can do that. A breath of fresh. It, yeah. it, truly, though. Wow. Okay, so we need to ask you a question mm-hmm. that we end every episode asking our guests. Mm-hmm. Every episode with guests. Every yeah. episode with guests. <laughs> this is the question that they get. If you were to smoke a joint with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mm-hmm. I know. Cindy Donald. It's never happened. I Does mean, Cindy Donald smoke? This Cindy Donald is Claire's mom. Can I tell you guys something? Oh, she told me to tell you hi, and she's so sad oh. she didn't see you last time she was in town. My favorite job I've ever done, and mm. I'll say this like it, I'm picking the favorite among my children. I played Maggie the cat and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, and I did it in Chicago. Right? It's an first of all, a play is ephemeral, and you know it never withstands the test of time because it does it doesn't exist, and Yet, also, this one was out of town, so it didn't even have, like, a New York audience. And Claire and her mom flew to come see it. It was... I remember that. You were incredible. That is friendship. It was my... It was, like, because you were a witness to my life, my life happened. You know? Like, that... It's, like, that thing that... I don't know, that thing that otherwise it would be like, did that really happen? Like, because it happened in the eyes of another person, oh. it did. And your well, mom you is make- one of those people. Does your mom smoke queen? No, she's, <laughs> well, so she has had, like, an edible with me recently, and then she'll go to be, she'll, like, fall asleep and be like, I didn't feel it. And I was like, yeah. oh, because you fell asleep. Well, I she- also wondered, like, does she get drug tested because she works in a court? Um, she doesn't. Oh. Not that I know of. Yeah, she's a court reporter. But she oh. said weed was just, like, never really her thing. Oh, and I always feel for people that are like, I don't feel weed i'm like yeah guys i do have to tell you i am the same oh i for sure do feel weed but i actually went to a no that's right i went to a chiropractor once and he (laughs) he did that muscle test thing on me that yes i just did that that real i don't know but he basically put uh thc in my hand and he was like "Mm, not your drug and then psilocybin and he was like and that's for you no that is for you those muscle testing things i also did that recently at den mother for like a homeopathic they tell you like what drug works it, with you they put like different supplements like for me i was just like trying to find something to help a certain thing and so they like put it on you and then they feel they put pressure against your wrist to see how you react to it so interesting. i want to do it but um, i'm like is it real oh yeah well I, it's real to us it's also real. to go back to canal hut tin mm-hmm. roof um i'll never forget scrubbing the spray tan off of you and running <laughs> lines with you forget <laughs> Friendship, once again. Picture me in the bath, naked in a brown tub of brown bath water. Wait, you, why were you rubbing it off to play, Maggie? I forgot. You there was pale. this take in the play that we had. 
okay, let's put it like this. I wanted the theater to pay for my spring dance. <laughs> As you should. Honey, you asked what you Literally need. the most on-brand ram thing <laughs> yes, I could possibly say. It's true. Um, but no, there was, I had this take of like, she needs to be really dark because even though, I don't, are your listeners knowing about Tennessee Williams? That's what I should have done. Well, I want Tennessee to Williams. do Tennessee Williams at some <gasps> We should point. do playwrights for a month. That oh, would be so Well, fun. is it your next month? Queer icons? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I was thinking that because I actually Tennessee saw Williams. a list. Tennessee Williams. I know. Oh, you should do Tennessee oh, Williams. Oh, I should come back for that one. Well, anyway. Uh, so anyway, I was uh, I was getting spray tanned often and Claire at one point scrubbed, scrubbed my damn back while <laughs> running lines with me because the whole first act of this play is just one monologue that Maggie does. It's the whole, oh my like 35 God. pages of me talking. I know it's crazy. I, I love that I would love so to much. see it. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Genevieve, well, where can people find you? You can find me at Genevieve Angelson on Instagram. I'm at Genevieve Angel on Twitter. Okay. I think my last tweet was about six months ago, and I said something about how a pug <laughs> looked like a block of firm tofu. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, <laughs> not so if that's the content you're looking for. Not you untrue. Know it. Not untrue at all. And you guys can check her out. I mean, pretty much on any streaming platform you can. Go to Apple TV. It. Go to go to Amazon. Hulu. Hulu. She's there. Yes. All of it. You're the best. We love you, Jenny. Thank you so much. much. Yes, that was great. Thank you for having this me. This was so fun. All right, guys. We will talk to you soon. And next week is Queer Icon Month. Queer Icons for Pride Month. We are so excited. We're gonna have another guest. We're gonna. Yes. Just throw some things in for you guys. That's right. Okay, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.